Good morning, everybody watching. It's nice to be with you again here. I'm at church. I'm alone at church until I get the results of my little test that I had yesterday. <laughs> um, but I would just like to tell you that I feel 100% normal. There's no problem. There's no symptoms. I'm not sick. I'm fine. But uh, I just uh, couldn't take a chance. I wanted to, to just make sure. So... Uh, we're waiting for the results for that little test, but everything is fine. Okay, so, um, good morning. Hi, hello, Niku. <laughs> right, so, um, hello, Ma, goeiemorgen. Hello, Nay, my beautiful wife. Good morning, Eric and Ingrid. It's lekker om jullie ook hier so te zien. And Harvey, hello, Harvey. I see you watching. Bless you, man. So, um, yeah, good morning. Um, I have a, a word for you. I want to go to Proverbs chapter 13. So, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. Good morning, Janine. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 13. Verse 12 says the, says the following, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. I just want to jump over. Um, there, yeah, the King James also says desire. There, there's another translation that says when the longing is fulfilled. Uh, the desire or the longing, when the longing is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. All right, so I just want to go over to Psalms now. Psalms 42. It says, As the heart pants and longs for the water brooks, so I pant and long for you, O Lord. All right, so there's a longing after God. There's a longing after His goodness uh, to, to be fulfilled. There's a, there's a longing in our hearts. And when that longing is fulfilled with the presence of Jesus, it is a tree of life. All right, so hope is a longing for God. Hope is us being hungry for Jesus. That is hope. Hope is not um, you just sit and wait and you hope for a favorable outcome. Hope is a longing for God. Hope is a hunger for God. And hope is setting your sight on Him as your answer and as your only answer. Okay? So to be, to be hungry for God, to long for Him, to fulfill everything that is not already filled with Him. Okay? That is... That is a hope. <laughs> it is a longing for God. All right, so I just want to read Psalm 17 also. It says, uh, let me just read Psalm 16 and then Psalm 17. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, He will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. 
at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So when we are in his presence, the fulfillment of the longing is there. When we are in his presence, the experience of that which we hoped for uh, comes to light. Okay, so we need to experience it. It's not just something for, uh, for one day in heaven. It's a longing that we have now that, that Christ can fulfill and that he is... His presence will bring to us. So his presence uh, has all the answers for humanity. Now in verse 15 uh, of uh, Psalm 17, he says, As for me, I will continue beholding your face in righteousness. I shall be fully satisfied. So my longing will be satisfied. My desire will be satisfied as a tree of life. Uh, when I awake to find myself beholding your form, and having sweet communion with you. Okay, so there's a longing. Let's just go to Romans chapter 8. There's a longing for God. There's a hunger for God. And when that hunger is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. So if you want to feast on the fruit of the tree of life, you need to draw near to Jesus in his presence. You need to come to him. Let him be the fulfillment of your longing. And that fulfillment of the longing, that experience of his person, that's partaking of the tree of life. <laughs> Beholding him and being changed into his image. Feasting on his words. Uh, experiencing his presence. It's, uh, it's, a, it's the satisfying of the longing. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll bring that to, to the everyday life just now. It says here in Romans chapter 8. Um, the spirit, verse 15, which you have now received is not a spirit of slavery to put you, put you once more in bondage to fear. Okay, so those who are in bondage have a longing for freedom. <laughs> so he's not here to take you further away from God. He's here to fulfill everything. He says, but you have received the spirit of adoption, the spirit producing sonship, in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. Not in the bliss of which we cry, the answers to this and this particular problem comes through, this and this and this. No, the longing is for him. And we cry, Abba, Father. He says, verse 16, The Spirit himself thus testifies together with our own spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. And if we are his children, then we are his heirs also. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing his inheritance with him. Only we must share his suffering if we are to share his glory. Now, we've spoken about that extensively. But sharing in his suffering means to partake of the body broken, the blood poured out of him. And it is, it is uh, the, the sufferings in the touch, feel, see realm that we do experience would be because of people who are un changed who are still carnal who don't know him uh, who act out of the dryness of of their lives okay they out it's that persecution okay so god doesn't appoint a suffering for you to change you and to do something for you the sufferings are in this world all right but when you start showing christ um, unfortunately the world does not all they're not all hungry for him they don't all see the manifestation of the spirit of god in your life as an answer to their problem a lot of people see it as a threat 
So uh, there's a lot of persecution from the natural seed towards the spiritual seed, and that's Galatians chapter 4. So it is, it is not because God wants you to suffer. If there's any suffering in the world, it's because of the suffering that's already in this world. All right. But the suffering that we partake of um, that brings us life is his body broken and his blood poured out for us. Okay, any other suffering we need to look away from and we look to Jesus. And he says in 2 Corinthians 4, uh, this, this uh, slight distress of the passing hour is producing for us an ever greater uh, weight of glory as we look not to the things which are seen, but to the th things which are unseen. With the things which are seen are temporal, and the things which are unseen are deathless and everlasting. So the, the, the sufferings that people experience today is not something that will change you into his image. It's not something sent from God to be to your benefit. Um, but God will be with you in that. And God's presence fulfills the longing and that gives you life. And that is the tree of life. Uh, partaking of the tree of life is looking away from the suffering. It's like as the heart pants for water. Okay, so as as we are, we are in a dry and weary place. We uh, we look away from that. My soul longs for you, Lord. My soul longs after you. Okay, so uh, so what happens? I look to you when I see you. My desire is fulfilled, and it is a tree of life. So we need to partake of the tree of life by looking to Him in the midst of any circumstances now he says in verse 18 but what of that for i consider that the sufferings of this present time which is not of god and it's got nothing to do with god are not worth being compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us and for us and conferred on us so you see there's a glory coming and that, that glory is from god and that glory comes when our hope is set unchangeably on Him and we receive what He is bringing to us in the midst of any situation. So, <clears throat> sorry. So, sometimes the suffering can cause the glory to come out simply because the suffering reminds you to look to Jesus. Um, it becomes uncomfortable and the longing is stronger. And because the longing is stronger, you look to Him. So hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. So you look to him, he fulfills the desire, he is faithful to his word, faithful to his promises, and you, you partake of life that he brings to you. Right. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's Son to be made known and waits for the revealing and disclosing of their sonship. So even now, nature, in turn, is waiting for us to partake of that tree of life. Wait, uh, nature, in turn, is waiting for us to grab a hold of our hope. It says, for the creation was subjected to frailty, uh, not because of some un intentional fault in its part, but by the will of him who so subjected it. Then nature itself will be set free from bondage to decay and corruption and gain entrance into the glorious freedom. Of God's children so glorious freedom means freedom from sickness freedom from death freedom from suffering freedom from lack freedom from pain he will wipe away every tear and death shall be no more says revelation so uh, we experience the fullness of his presence so that means we partake fully 
of the tree of life. The longing is fulfilled in him. All right. We know that the whole creation of irrational creatures has been moaning together in pains of labor until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves too, who have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Spirit. So, man, if this is the first fruits, all the miracles that's happening and so on, imagine the fullness of the manifestation. A foretaste of the blissful things to come. Groan inwardly, or you can say longs. <laughs> it's a groaning, oh Lord. Uh, we, we, want, uh, we want to see your presence. We want to experience your presence in this dry and weary land. Okay, so as we wait for the redemption of our bodies from sensuality and the grave, uh, which will reveal our adoption as God's sons. So we need to get this. Our bodies we needs to experience the full redemption. So um, just keep your finger there in Romans chapter 8 and turn with me to um, Philippians. Oh, wait, this side. So it says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, it says, We are citizens of the state, the commonwealth, the homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also we earnestly and patiently await. So there's a hope also. So there's a longing. Okay. We are citizens of heaven, and from it also we earnestly and patiently await the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation, to conform to and be like the body of his glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables him even to subject everything to himself. So you can link that with uh, Psalm 8 and Hebrews chapter 2. Um, every, all things are put under his feet, but we don't yet see all things. But we, we don't see all things subjected to man, but we see Jesus. So if we can see Jesus, we can see the hope. And if we have a longing for Jesus, the, the desire will be fulfilled. And we partake and we become a tree of life. All right. We become manifested sons. And creation around us is set free from bondage to decay. So your, your, even your body will be conformed to his body of glory. Your body of humiliation will be conformed to his body of glory um, and majesty by him exerting the power which enables him to subject everything to himself. And Romans 8 says the same thing here in verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead, that's now the first fruits that it speaks of later. If this, the spirit that he raised him from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Jesus from the dead will also restore to life your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. Do you see there? We've got... Just a glimpse of the experience of that, the first fruits. But the hope is the fullness of manifestation. So we are looking, we are longing, we are groaning, we are searching, we have a desire for, we are hungry for, we are thirsty for His presence, His Spirit, His glory to be revealed to us, in us, and through us. And that will bring us uh, into transform even our bodies, spirit, soul, body, but even our bodies to the body of His glory. And it will set free creation.
from bondage to decay. So uh, your hope is not in a short-term fix to a particular problem that's standing out, but your hope uh, for all things is in Him. Because when He manifests, all those other things stop existing. We are st then us and creation are set free from bondage to decay. So the groaning, this desire is fulfilled when his presence and his spirit and his power manifests. And it is a tree of life. We receive life when we partake of his presence and his glory. Okay, so <laughs> let's just keep on reading. All right, so um, where were we? For creation was subjected to frailty, not by, because of un, some intentional fault on his part, but by the will of him who so subjected it. I believe that was Adam who subjected creation to frailty. He had authority, um, and he sinned, and sin came into the world. Death came into the world. Now, verse 21 says, That nature, creation itself, will be set free from bondage to decay and corruption and gain an entrance into the glorious freedom of God's children. Okay, verse 22. We know that the whole creation of irrational creatures has been moaning together in pains of labor until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves too who have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Spirit. Um, a foretaste of the blissful things to come. Groan inwardly as we wait for the redemption of our bodies. That's where we were from sensuality and the grave. Which will reveal our adoption as our manifestation as God's sons. So, Lord Jesus, we, we are hungry for you. We groan inwardly. Redeem our bodies, our body of humiliation, to the body of your glory. Okay, verse 24. Uh, 24. In this hope we were saved. But the hope, so the hope is the longing, okay, the groaning. In this hope we were saved. But the hope, the object of which is seen, is not hope. For how can one hope for what he already sees? But if we hope for what is still unseen by us, we wait for it with patience and composure. Do you see there the looking to the unseen? We wait for the unseen thing. And that glory will come. We are longing for something that we don't yet see. We are not just satisfied with where we are. We are longing for something deeper. We are longing for something that is being revealed. Right? So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer and how to offer it worthily as we ought. Because we don't know what it, what it will look like. We don't know exactly. It's unseen. <laughs> we don't exactly know what it will look like when we walk into the manifestation. We have glimpses and we have descriptions. But, but man, to walk in the manifestation of the fullness of the glory of God and our bodies being completely redeemed. I know we are longing for it, but we, we don't really know what it will look like yet. So we don't know what, to pray, what prayer to offer and how to offer it worthily. But the Spirit himself goes to, our, to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. So man, now he comes, he knows what we're missing out on. <laughs> so now he comes and he longs inside, he groans inside of us because man, he knows what's coming. So it's like, yeah, you, you, you have, you, man, if you can just know what, what, what's coming, you would even groan and long even more. All right, so um, 
Okay, and he says, and he who searches the hearts of men knows what is in the mind of the Holy Spirit and what his intent is because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of the saints, saints and according to and in harmony with God's will. All right, so I just want to show you something in Hebrews chapter 5, and it's something that you know, you know, we've touched on this many times. But in Hebrews chapter 5, it says, It speaks of Jesus in a natural body longing for the Father, for him to partake of the life and keep on keeping on partaking of the life. Just, just look at this. In the days of his flesh, Hebrews 5 verse 7, Jesus offered up definite special petitions for that which he not only wanted but needed. So he, there was a longing for something that wasn't fulfilled. Okay, So he needed the presence of God, the Father, to, to fill him up completely because there, there were some, some lacks. He was in a natural body. Okay. Uh, he offered up definite special petitions for that which he not only wanted but needed and supplications with strong crying and tears to him who was always able to save him out from death. That means he brought him life. And he was heard because of his reverence toward God, his godly fear, his piety, in that he shrank from the horrors of separation from the bright presence of the Father. So he could simply not be satisfied with humanity, a human body in the state that it was in. He had strong cryings and tears for that which he knew. He said, Father, in John 17, glorify me with the glory that I had before. <laughs> so, so he had that glory. He experienced the fullness of it is God. He came into a human body and now he's longing for it. Okay, and with strong cryings and tears, he, for, he, he was longing for that glory of God. He was longing for that experience of the Father. He could not withdraw from the bright presence of the Father because that was the greatest horror to him. So he had to, every now and then, come to the Father and be in his presence. Come to the Father and be in his presence. And uh, every time after he came down from a mountain where he prayed or out of the garden or wherever he prayed, there were signs and wonders and miracles and people saw the glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. All right, so uh, we, we need to hunger for God. We need to hunger for the glory of God. We need to have times of fellowship so that the heart does not grow sick, but the, the desire is fulfilled and we, we become a tree of life to people around us. You walk out in the streets and you become the source of glory to other people and you start to heal the sick and raise the dead and bring a word of life to every person. All right? So your heart is now satisfied with marrow and of fatness. Your heart is, is, uh, is satisfied in his presence and in his glory and in his power. Okay? Now the thing is, we've only had a little bit, a little taste. Now the little taste that we had, man, we've seen revival. We've seen um, thousands and thousands of people healed. I remember there all those years with Spirit Word and all those years with Martins. Now we've seen many miracles here in this place. In the last 12 years, we've seen so many miracles. We've seen so many people healed in the hospitals, in the streets. We've seen so many people get up out of wheelchairs and 
and uh, throw crutches away and cancers being healed and blind eyes open and deaf ears hearing and people he being healed of HIV and people being healed of all kinds of diseases and pains going and uh, there was this one lady that was born uh, without a certain little bone in her ear in a middle ear and it, the, it, she never heard in her life and she started hearing so we've seen wonderful things happen but it's just a drop now if if the drop can can produce that imagine the fullness so let the holy spirit groan in you and pray through you because he knows the fullness <laughs> so pray in tongues let him let him long through you and in you and for you let him pray through you because he knows what prayer to offer so jesus knew what prayer to offer and he did it um, strong cryings and tears to him who was always able to save him from death i think the big thing is we we kind of grew comfortable with all the the the, the comforts of humanity on this earth just to make this life bearable in some way but if we know what we're missing out of even the uh, even the um the most wealthy lavish lifestyle on this earth is suffering compared to the glory which is about to be revealed to compare to the glory which is in heaven the glory which we are supposed to be walking in so we need to hunger for god and we need to to grab a hold of this hope and uh, we need to surrender our lives to the spirit so that he can pray through us and in us with strong cryings so that we can experience this tree of life man is much greater it's my our hope is much bigger than we ever thought than we ever could understand all right so even in this situation of this coronavirus thing uh, just get this perspective i hope it's not in some kind of vaccine well, i mean surely god will give the ingenuity to people to bring the vaccine that's great and that will help a lot of people but that's not the fulfillment of the hope the fulfillment of the hope is the glory of god the fulfillment of the hope is the manifestation of jesus in you and around you and through you to people he wants to show himself to the world through you just turn to hebrews chapter chapter 10 um, I just want to read this also. Um, I'm going to start reading from verse 18, but I want to, you to, to get this and, and just to focus on the hope. It says, now, where there is absolute forgiveness and cancellation of the penalty of these sins and law-breaking, there is no longer any offering to, made to atone for sin. So the perfect atonement has been made. Your sins are forgiven. You can just believe the message, the good news that has come. All right, verse 19, therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and virtue of the blood of Jesus, so through the blood of Jesus, you have confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies. Man, uh, the Holy of Holies, if we can understand what happens there. <laughs> so we, we can confidently actually go there. We have access we, by the blood. Verse 20, by this fresh, new, and living way which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, the, holy, the, the veil of the Holy of Holies, that is, through his flesh. So through the cross, his broken body, his blood poured out, we have access uh, into the real, true Holy of Holies with the fullness of the manifestation of God. Man, who... If we can even know, if you read, if you read Revelation, there's some scary stuff in there. But just just read Revelation one and just see how uh, what Jesus looks like. Man, 
if you can just imagine that, that's where we're supposed to be. That's, that's how he is supposed to be manifested in us and through us. All right, now he says, verse 21, And since we have such a great and wonderful noble priest who rules over the house of God, let us come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith. So the drawing of near is the longing coming to God, Lord, fulfill my desire. Okay, By that leaning of the entire human personality in God and absolute trust in His, in his conf confidence in his power wisdom and goodness having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty even conscience evil conscience so man as you come to his presence as you come close to him your evil conscience your guilty conscience sprinkled and it's clean and there's nothing in you that's tormenting you there's nothing in you that's chasing you you're just free and uh, and there's there's total transformation. There's just light shining in, into you and out of you, right? And our bodies cleansed with pure water, all right? So your body uh, is transformed into his body of glory. <laughs> your body cleansed. So there's no evil desires lurking in your members. Uh, the evil desires is killed. Galatians, uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse uh, 5. The evil desires in your body is killed. Because in Galatians chapter 3 verse 4, uh, when Christ shall appear, you will appear with him in the, in the splendor of his glory. So his glory will manifest in your body and it will kill the evil desire. All right? So your body is cleansed with pure water. The water of the Spirit of God. The washing of the water by the word. The living waters. Verse 23, so let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish. So what is the hope? Bodies cleansed with pure water, body transformed into the body of his glory. What is our hope? It's your conscience cleansed from all guilt and accusation and knowledge of sin, all torment. Totally cleansed and perfected. All right, so let us seize and hold fast without, and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable and faithful to his word. He will do it. First Thessalonians 5, around about 22, 23 also says it. He will sanctify you through and through. <laughs> and faithful is he who has promised and he will also do it. <laughs> Okay, so um, we can really trust in Him to fulfill us. We can really trust in Him to be the, um, how shall I put it, the, the, the fulfillment of our desire, the, the, the satisfying of our longing. And when that happens, uh, a, it is a tree of life. We become a tree of life when we partake of the tree of life so may you experience his presence today may his presence fulfill your longing may you see more of the hope that you have so hold fast retain the hope and your confession of the hope as he says here um, let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it so confess your hope a hope is in Jesus Christ. 
Our hope is in His Spirit. Our hope is in, the, in that which is now coming after the sufferings of the Christ. First Peter 1 says, The prophets prophesied of the sufferings of the Christ and the glory that should follow. Uh, Colossians chapter 1, 26. Uh, Christ in us, the hope of glory. That's the mystery which was hidden throughout ages but is now revealed. Christ in us, the hope of glory. All right, so may you experience Christ in you today. May you know his goodness and his kindness. May your heart be satisfied with marrow and fatness. May you have joy and peace and power in this day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's good to be in the word. <laughs> All right. So thank you everybody for watching. I see there. Uh, hello, Harvey. and Hello, Benny. It's nice to see you again. Um, all right. So that's all the names. I think I greeted all the others. Uh, so thank you for watching. Thanks for, for sharing this time here with us. And I hope you have an awesome day. I'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. Hopefully I'll get the results fairly quickly. Um, otherwise, it could take a couple of days. But anyway, uh, just agree with us for a favorable result. I know it will be negative. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> hope you have an awesome day. Be blessed. Amen.